Turtles All the Way Down is the acclaimed number one bestseller by John Green, author of The Fault in Our Stars. Turtles All the Way Down is now streaming on Max. Asa Holmes is trying. She is trying to be a good daughter, a good friend, a good student, and maybe even a good detective, while also living within the ever-tightening spiral of her own thoughts. NPR called the novel a sometimes heartbreaking, always illuminating glimpse into how it feels to live with mental illness. As a fellow YouTuber, I remember reading my first John Green book and feeling so seen. His words that were eventually turned into movies really hit home with me and my age group, especially as I've gotten older. I've dealt with my own battles with mental health, and I'm very, very excited to see this movie. And you can buy your copy of Turtles All the Way Down in stores today and catch the movie streaming on Max. And now, back to the show. Well, well, well. I guess that I can finally say new year, new me. Except I'm the, I'm the same me, and I don't feel like I've changed <laughs> at all. Except I feel like I've grown a lot in the past year. Hello, everyone. My name is Joey Kidding, and welcome back to the Happy Times Podcast, a podcast where we just have a little conversation. It's just me and you. There's no script in hand. There's nothing. This is it. This is just us having a little chit-chat. Now, the new year has, has finally come upon us, and resolutions are something that I feel like we always feel obligated to have. And I think the reason that we feel that way is because of, you know, well, I don't want to be the, <laughs> to say the, to say everything that everyone else is saying, but, you know, we feel that way because of society. We feel that way because of our friends and the people who influence us and that are around us all this time. And I don't know about you, but resolutions don't have to happen on the new year. I think they're great. I think they're amazing. I'm here to crap out on them. Crap out. Who says that? I'm not here to put them down at all. I think resolutions are a great way to, you know, restructure our life and and also see how we're valuing ourselves. And so I just don't think it has to happen on January 1st. Today is January 14th while I'm recording this, and it's going to be a different day when you're listening to this. But I don't think that you had to make these resolutions on January 1st. I think you can take your time. I think you can do it before. I think you can do it after. I think you could do it in the random moment in time in the year. I think you should do it when you're motivated because a lot of us feel this obligation to make a resolution, make this huge change in our life on this number one day, <laughs> and we fail. And the reason why we fail is because we're not motivated at all. We have nothing in us that wants to do it other than the fact that we feel like we need to. And I can tell you right there, you're going to fail. If you're doing something for someone else or because someone else is doing it, then you're not going to make it very far. And I think that's awful to do to ourselves. How can we ever feel positive about who we are and what we're doing if we're constantly doing something to please others or please this alternate version of ourselves that we think we are? So many people are like, oh, yeah, I'm going to start reading in 2023. No, you won't. You hate reading. Stop reading. Even though I'm a writer, I hate reading. It's not my favorite thing to do. I read a few books, but I, I'm very selective. Everyone's like, oh, my God, you got to read this, this massive novel. Everyone's reading, um, what's her name? Colleen Hoover right now and, and stuff. And I'm like, I, I don't like those books. And that's okay. that's okay. I mean, I haven't read it, so I can't say much, but that's just not my style. That's that's just not who I am. I'm more of like a self-help. I'm more of a structured read. Um, 
and that has breaks in between, to be honest with you, and that's completely okay. So if you're, this is just an example, obviously, but if your resolution was to read more, why not pick books, like make it more specific, read more books about self-help, read more books about how to, you know, and read more poetry books. Poetry books are very easy to read, and that's why I write them, because I, I enjoy reading them a lot, and each person can interpret them differently. But I don't want to get lost in my point here. The whole reason why we do resolutions is to kind of check in with ourselves. And I want you to check in with yourself. If you ever feel like you're a little lost in life, and I, let me re- <laughs> reinstate this. It doesn't have to be on January 1st. It could be today. It could be tomorrow. It could be 30 days from now, a year from now, whatever. If you're feeling a little lost, let's sit down. Let's check in. Let's see how we're doing. See if we're still going for our goal. I don't think it's a bad thing to like write down the goals that you want to achieve during the, the year and stuff. because Not because I think just because you write it down is going to happen. Not because I believe in manifestation. But <laughs> I believe... Okay, I think it's a lot dumber down version of that. I believe that writing your goals down is a reminder to get them done. I don't believe that it's about like necessarily manifestation. I think it's just we forget to do things. And that's it. There's so many times where I'm like, oh, I want to work on this project. I have this great project I want to do. And I'm like, oh, I guess I never got around to that. I guess it wasn't good enough. I guess I was in the right spot to do that. And it's like, no, I just forgot. I forgot to record a podcast. I forgot to do this. I forgot to go get... I don't know. I forgot to hustle. So if there's anyone listening out there who feels a little scared or a little lost or a little pressured that they need to have their life all figured out and they have to have these resolutions and do all of these things, you just don't. You don't. And I'm not here to have this life-altering podcast for you. I'm just here to like kind of validate you. That your feelings in the feelings in your head. Granted, I don't know. Huge disclaimer on this. I don't know exactly what you're thinking about, but the feelings in your head aren't always invalid, right? Now I'm talking about that specifically for things like this, but there's a reason you're thinking about something. You know, so you don't have to come up with these resolutions just out of the blue. You don't have to be like, oh yeah, I need to change something because everyone else is doing it. Or, or you saw one TikTok. It's no, it should be something that you think about constantly. It shouldn't be something that to stop you from doing something, which I think is a common mistake when it comes to resolutions. We we try to stop ourselves from doing something. But instead of stopping ourselves, let's redirect that energy and start something. Because it's a lot easier to start and and slowly move forward and basically not giving yourself time to do what you've been doing that was wrong. You're redirecting that energy into something that you're passionate about and that can fill your day with joy and, and greatness. Like You can't tell yourself to stop sitting on the couch if you have nothing else to do. But you can stop start running every Tuesday or going to the gym three times a week. But if you're just telling yourself to stop sitting on the couch, well, what's going to stop you from, you know, sitting on the couch when all you have to do is sit there and do nothing? I don't know about you, but I would be doing that. So to give another example, one of the things that I've always wanted to do was start writing vows. I really, really love vows. A lot of my friends are getting married and and I always give them little pointers on what they can do for their vows. And not that I know everyone that personally, because I know 
when people say their vows, they really like it to be personal, but a lot of people have a hard time connecting the dots, going from point A to point E and stopping at B, C, D, you know, along the way. And I have a really fun time doing that. A lot of my poetry is a lot of love work and it's a lot of, you know, there's heartbreak in there as well, but it's a lot of journey. And I think I can connect words in a very interesting way than most people. And so what I decided this year, and I just launched it, um, it's a vow writing service. So you can hire me to write your vows. And granted, it's going to be very real. Uh, there's, It is a paid service. And it's up right now. If you go to li- the link in any of my bios, you can you can <laughs> submit a form. And we're, we're just starting out slow and steady. Like this isn't going to be a hard launch. Only people on this podcast are really going to know about it. Um, but there's a lot of people, they DM me asking me to write their vows. And instead of me just being like, stop sitting on the couch uh, and wanting to do this, I said, I'm going to start this business and see where it takes me. So if anyone's getting married and they have a hard time writing their vows, whether it's just you or you and your partner, that service is open. And I think it's really cool. I'm really excited to to dive in into a world that you know I've been a part of, but not on this end. And I think I can help a lot of people. And I think I'm super passionate about it. So if there's anybody out there, that wants this, hey, here it is. But also, if anybody out there is wanting to start something, I know people say just do it, and Nike just like reiterates that. But honestly, plan it out first. Just plan out two steps. I'm not saying have the whole thing in your head ready to go, but just just one and two. Instead of just creating the account, it's not going to do anything. How about create the account and post a video, you know? create the service get the website just do two steps because you never know what it can do for your life i have no idea what this vow writing service can can do and i wanted to talk about this on the podcast not to promote it i that definitely worked <laughs> but i also just wanted to show you so then we can do an update and see how that has gone if it's gone anywhere i think that could be a really interesting thing and i'm not going to talk about the monetary value of everything like that but i can tell you about how many people maybe have have come to me to ask or how many i've worked on or what you know the outcome has been and i think that could be such an interesting thing and hopefully it's something that can can maybe motivate some of you now with this new year coming along the one thing that i've really noticed between angelica and i angelica is my lovely girlfriend and one of the things that i've noticed that we're we're on our phones at times where we don't necessarily need to be and i really noticed this last night it's not a bash to her or or me it's just something i that i've noticed after 9 p.m you don't need to be on your phone there's nothing on tiktok that's going to change your life There's nothing on Instagram of your friends going out that you're really going to miss because you're already not there. You already missed it. There's nothing on that phone other than, you know, maybe messaging a few people. That's fine. But other than that, I think just putting them down. If they go off and you want to check them, that's great. But just just making sure after a certain time, just putting them down. I think it's such a... This Happy Times episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. I need to get something off my chest. I recently turned 28 and I'm freaking out. Owning a home, taxes, and being a real adult comes with a lot of stressors that I wasn't really prepared for. And the best way to get something off of my chest is to talk to someone, which is where therapy comes into my life. Talking with someone that has the knowledge and information to help me look at my issues from a different perspective has helped me slow down my life a little bit and help calm me down. 
If this is something that you can relate to, then I recommend you give BetterHelp a try. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. You can visit betterhelp.com slash happy times today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash happy times. And now back to the episode. It's so nice. And a lot of people think me, you know, the person that's always on social media posting stuff, a lot of people think I'm always on my phone and I'm just not. I really don't like my phone. It hurts my neck. It ruins my posture and it puts me in a really, really bad mood. If something goes wrong or if a video doesn't perform well or something, like I don't want to constantly be reminded of that. Or if I'm texting someone and in an argument over text, like one, I... Oh my God, don't argue over text. It just never works. You don't say the right things. No one gets it. It's it's just not, it's never a good thing. But putting them down, let's say after 9 p.m., it's improved sleep. Like that doesn't mean I don't watch TV, but I put on my blue light glasses and, and I just take a chill night. I We're on our phones. Some people have, okay, if you're listening to this now, I'm so curious. If you're listening to this now, I'm going to pull mine up while while I'm talking. But if you're, well, obviously you're listening to this now if you're hearing me. Go to your screen time. I'm super curious. And DM me on Instagram. What is your screen time at this very moment? Right now? Oh my gosh. Right now, I just took a screenshot. Not that I can send it to you. We're in a podcast, but take a screenshot and send me yours at this time. Mine is three hours and 42 minutes daily average on my phone. That's really low. That's crazy. I don't know why. I I really thought mine was going to be more. Today has only been two hours and 22 minutes. That is wild. I'm pretty proud of myself my most has been TikTok and Instagram, but that's just because like I'm posting stuff constantly on there. But other than that, I'm I feel like I'm I'm on the app, I'm editing and stuff, and then I'm editing a caption, and then I and I send it off, and then maybe I'm just like reading comments, replying to comments, and that takes some time. But I don't really scroll too much. But if you if you if you have more than me, if you have under me, I'm gonna be amazed. But some people have like ten hours, and I don't understand how that is even possible like that's crazy i think charlie d'amelio she has that that many hours and i just that can't be good for your dopamine it just can't i think there was a study out there that said a like on instagram gave you more dopamine than a hug and that is disgusting that's disgusting but what it's done for me actually when we got this little addiction of our phones especially i think everyone got it during covid what it did for me was appreciate touch a little bit more i've always been somebody that doesn't like being touched that much mainly because i have adhd but i I wasn't a huge fan but now i'm kind of more craving it because it was so prominent that i was getting more dopamine from my phone that i i craved it wasn't enough that i craved it more from humans so now we have gone i don't know if this is scientifically correct it's definitely not because i'm just joey like (laughs) let's be real here but we've gone from people being our dopamine effect and a hug and a kiss and that shagalaka <laughs> never say that ever again <laughs> to then uh, our phones and likes and instagram views and tiktok views and whatever from that but now what's going to happen is we're not going to have enough coming from our phones so where is it going to go i think it's going to go back to human touch 
or just human empathy and human feelings in general. And I think it's, I, I mean, I friggin' hope it goes back to that. I think it's going to be a beautiful thing. But then my issue is that if we go back to it, then I'm going to be that person that doesn't really like to be touched anymore because I don't really want to go back to that anymore because I feel like I'm in a really good spot. It took me a while to get to this spot. And it's not like I'm touched all the time, but it's, I'm more, I'm craving it more, which is, which is a beautiful thing because I think just human touch, I've, I never, I was never really, <laughs> the line I was going to say was I was never really touched as a child, but you know what I mean? Like I was never really hugged or, you know, kissed or by my mom and my dad. I mean, I definitely was, but there wasn't a hug and kiss and I love you every single time I left the door. And I think that's something I definitely lacked. And I think that's the reason why I'm not very good with it now. But most just got emotional. (laughs) I wonder if there's anybody else out there like me. And then ADG just took control of my life and I have a really hard time sitting still. Do you ever get these moments where you're like, I even get it with like my dog, for example, I'd be sitting on the couch and he comes and he puts his head like on my lap. So it's his head's like on my, uh, like my quad, like my thigh. And I'm like, Ooh, that's nice. Okay. Yeah. Cute. This is, this is sweet. He's just sitting there. Okay. Uh, he's comfy. So I shouldn't move. I should not move. Don't move, Joey. Don't move. And then I feel like I have to move. And if I don't move, there's an itch there or something like I need to move. And so I move. <laughs> and that's usually the reason why I like I have a really hard time cuddling or really long hugs. And I think I just get caught up in the moment because my attention span is so little and my phone has just made it worse. <sighs> it just comes full circle. I think I need a resolution to uh, do something that gets me off of my phone instead of just stopping using my phone. But even though I'm not on it that much, like for a person that that's my day job, I granted I'm on the computer as well. And I don't think this shows screen time, but for a person that's not that, that that does this for a living, sorry, I don't know. I I feel like that number's not too high and I'm okay with that. Let me see here. Screen time. Oh, it doesn't show it on. Oh, on my, on my, oh, oof. Today was three hours on my laptop. Well, that's because it was, I was editing videos. Like I have an hour and something in Final Cut. I have an hour in GarageBand. Like that's all will work. So I guess if I'm not, I guess that kind of counts, but I don't know. So maybe... Maybe I'm at six hours if we really count it. Then, then, I, then I'm bad. But again, it's my job, and I love doing it. And I think that's that's the biggest thing for resolutions. Now, obviously, if you're addicted to a vape and stuff, and you know, I'm not just because you love doing it doesn't mean you should keep doing it. But in this situation, I I love doing what I do. I love work, and I love creating content for you guys, and and creating content for myself. And we have a lot of fun stuff coming up. And just because my screen time's high, I'm not going to be like my resolution is to stop watching or stop creating like no i love doing this but maybe it's about not maybe it's maybe it's about not watching certain content that doesn't really apply to my day-to-day life maybe it's about watching stuff that inspires me but i took that stand a few years ago and now i really only watch like uh like aiming and back like travel vloggers maybe and uh cooking channels (laughs) 
<laughs> because one, I love people that travel and are, are in love and I, I think it's beautiful and I think they have a lot of fun. And then cooking, I do it every single day. I spend like, I spend probably three hours in a kitchen every single day and I just absolutely love it. I love every single second of it. And that was changing that of not watching like nonsense content has really inspired me. And I wish I had the willpower and the team to make more content on, on YouTube and stuff like that. But unfortunately, I just I don't have the motivation and, and support that I need to be able to do that. But I would love to. Now, before we end this podcast, I want to talk about like one thing that is I can't tell you too much. Okay, there's a few things I'm working on. One, an EP is coming for Spotify uh, and, and Apple Music. An EP. I'm working on a poetry EP, and that should be coming in the new year. Well, it is the new year already. So this year, a new EP is dropping. Second, uh, I just finished my third book, but my it's going to be a What's the Rush Part 2. It has a totally different name. If you know it, you know it. If you don't, you're going to find out. So that'll be coming out this year. And then I'm working on, this is like a two-pointer. I'm working on a new format for this podcast. And that'll be something that it will be out of my comfort zone. But I am kind of excited to try it. So I just need more ideas. I've been doing this for like six years. And giving advice for six years, I run out of ideas a little bit. So I would love some like maybe some topics that we can talk about that can help me transition into this new style. It'll still be me speaking and having an open conversation with you guys but then i would love to invite a guest on to kind of give their point of view based on that topic that we have that week i think it would be really interesting and i thought think it would also bring more listeners to the podcast which is ultimately i can't talk anymore ultimately what we need to keep this going and then the second point of this is that i'm working on a brand new podcast with a very special somebody who has been on this podcast before and that's really exciting but again i just need to write it down on my little post-it note so i can just remember to do it it's not about manifestation it's just about remembering to freaking do it and that'll take some money and some time and and some flights because i got to go down there um that should be a big enough hint to anyone but i'm excited for that so thank you guys very much for listening and if you ever rather oh my goodness i feel like i'm done now because i just can't speak if you ever has oh my God. If, not a res if you have a if you have a reservation at a restaurant <laughs> don't go if you have a res oh my goodness if you have a resolution this year make it one that you actually want to do not one that you want to stop doing okay that's all i'm going to say thank you guys very much for listening stay stay beautiful i'll talk to you guys next time bye when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.